Welcome travelers. I'm Lip on Redding and you're listening to Beautiful Flying Radio. forgot I had this track. Uh, I recorded it about, uh, I don't know, a year ago, something like that, in the beautiful flying machine. My, most of you know, but it's a uh, 2015 cargo van, Ford Transit cargo van, and I kind of turned it into my home, which I travel about, well, used to travel about in a I don't know what's happening now. Things have gotten gotten a little weird. I mean, I thought they were weird before, but this is really weird. Never been here. <clears throat> and um, right now, I'm in uh, Zihuatanejo, Mexico. I came down here for a music festival about three weeks ago, and people started to panic back in the States and all that. And so I, I mean, I wasn't planning on being back until the end of this month anyway, because I was going to go do some traveling. I was going to head down to Guatemala, head uh, maybe around Mexico and southern Mexico, check out a bunch of ruins. And then next thing you know, everyone's just not going anywhere all of a sudden. And so uh, through the kindness of strangers um, I have a place to stay here it's really beautiful I've got an overlook uh, looking out over the bay uh, my friend Harriet who was so kind to invite me to her house she had an extra room open up um, it's like a condos so there's an extra room with a bed and kitchen and it overlooks the bay and she said I could stay for however long is possible. So, and I say that because, you know, things are changing here fast too. I'm sure wherever you're listening to this, uh, at this time, at this moment in real time, things are just, you don't know what's going on. Things are changing. People are kind of freaking out. And to me, that's the, the worst business of this. I mean, yes, it is terrible that people are getting sick and uh, dying and we don't know how to fix it. But what's even worse is how people are just reacting and to one another. I mean, come on. <laughs> if if ever there was a time to cooperate and be kind and show compassion, now, now is your moment. Um, and... I mean, even here, I mean, if you see the pictures, if you go to Instagram, you'll see the pictures of this place and it looks like paradise. But, you know, this could change in a second. I mean, take away the food and the services. I mean, this is a very lawless state of Mexico, Guerrero. And there's really, there's no, there's no law enforcement here. So who knows what could happen? I mean, we, we really all have to kind of maintain a positive outlook and be helpful and be kind to one another. Anybody who can hear this. And 
uh, I, I, I get a lot of emails about uh, despair and it's totally normal. I mean, what else would you do? The best thing to do is to breathe, like take a deep breath. Count to four. Exhale. All the way out. Let all the air out. Wait a second. Wait four seconds. And then take another breath. I mean, do that a few times. Really. Because your body and your mind are all connected. Whatever. This isn't a self-help podcast, really. This is... This started out about, you know, I just wanted to share my whatever, you know, I've got a complete backlog of recordings and uh, field recordings, like songs that I've made and never released. And like that last thing, I I don't know, I was, I just was into this West African thing uh, all year and been digging deep into it. And it's just fascinated me how beautiful, simple and what it does to you. And I mean, I, I think that's what I'm. I'm really concerned about like what does the music do to you? Not what's it say necessarily right now. What's it what you know and how does it make you feel? What does it do? And there's something there's something to that. I'm still looking into it, but like even with the the way I'm looking at this whole uh coronavirus thing is that I mean, what's it doing? It's uh, shutting things down. It's creating an opening for reflection, uh, for nature. And that's what I heard a lot of people say. Oh, yeah, we can't talk to people, but we're going out in nature a lot. We're not. Uh, we're not going into work. Yeah, we're going to be broke <laughs> and uh, all that kind of stuff, but. We may be broke, but we're not going to be broken anymore. And it's cool, you know? I mean, if you think about it like that, I mean, yeah, we're all going to be hurting, and we all need what we need. It's really important that we share in this time and that we're kind to each other, as I said. But it's also important that you try to see the big picture of what's kind of going down here. And that we are part of a system. We're not separate from it. All life is a system, and we are definitely alive. So you are part of that system. And this is what happens when it goes out of balance and we don't pay attention. So let's all pay attention and try to be part of it and be a positive a positive force in the system of life. That's all. You know, okay, lip bone. <laughs> Enough preaching. <laughs> here's here's a story from uh, from a good friend of mine. That's it. Yeah, just you know, tell tell me your name and okay. uh, tell me a story. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So uh, my name is Guy Samuel, and I guess we can call this uh, crazy cop story number one. Uh, so back in the mid-1980s, uh, I was in my early 20s and um, had a girlfriend that still lived at home with her parents and she was a little younger, but uh, her parents lived right by where I worked. And every day at lunch, I would get on my motorcycle and I would shoot over on my half-hour lunch and have a sandwich with my girlfriend and then shoot back uh, to work, you know. And I really 
only had about five or ten minutes at her house, but uh, it was kind of fun. And um, the problem was there was an abandoned railroad track that kind of blocked her neighborhood off, and I had to go ten or fifteen blocks past her house over the railroad tracks, and then ten or fifteen blocks back in on my motorcycle. And uh, after a couple weeks of doing this. I see these two apartment buildings with a sidewalk that goes up over these railroad tracks. And I'm thinking, you know, that'll cut 30 blocks off of my trip. It'll give me more time with my girlfriend. So one day I decided to check it out and I get up over the sidewalk and onto this other sidewalk that goes between these two buildings. And it's got a big 10 foot hump on it. And I go up slowly and over down the other side. And sure enough, there's the road that I need to be on with this little cutout there that perfect you know it saves me 10 minutes so um, this becomes my routine and for two or three weeks I'm having fun with my motorcycle doing this thing and I have a, a sit-up kind of cruising motorcycle not a crotch rocket type thing and uh, one day I'm approaching this big hump and I had the thought man if I had my dirt bike back when I was a kid this would be a great jump so I said fuck it and I goosed my motorcycle and launched myself where the bottoms of my tires must have been eight feet in the air. My head's like 10, 15 feet up in the air. And just as I look down, there's two cop cars that have pulled into this little cutout. Now one had backed in and then the other one had pulled in forward and these two cops were hanging out the window having this little break conversation when my 500cc street bike drops out of the air and lands right between these two cops. Now, thank God I knew I wasn't going to hit them a, a foot either way. It would have been killing a cop type of thing uh, or on the roof or hood of this cop car. But luck had it, I landed perfectly on the ground right between these two cops, fucking took a right turn and just busted out of there. And they, I must have scared them so bad they didn't even chase me. I got away clean, and then that was the last day I went to my girlfriend's house for lunch on my motorcycle. <laughs> Every time I see a cop in St. Pete that's in his 50s or 60s, I ask him if he's ever heard of the story, and I have yet to find a cop that can validate my uh, dropping out of the sky on the motorcycle. But i got to figure that made the rounds at this station a little bit, right? <laughs> so. Never be anyone like you. 
try to get you down. I said you can't believe the word anybody says here in this town. Cause they're all about to drown and they sure would like to bring you down. Walk around this town, oh, you never fit in. Oh, you walk around this town, and you never fit in. Oh, because you're special, and you never fit in. Digging deep into the Lip Bone archives, my own personal recordings, and uh, I've been recording a lot of stories from friends or even strangers, people that I meet, and uh, after a little while, we're, we don't feel so, so strange as strangers anymore, and I ask people for a story, and uh, that's... I don't know, it's a really cool thing to watch people tell a story. I never tell them what to tell the story about. I just say, hey, five minutes and tell me a story. And then, I mean, if anybody out there is uh, listening and you want to record me a five-minute story, send it in and I'll put it on my podcast. How about that, huh? So just trying to figure out all the ways uh, that I can... um, I don't know. I think this is like a personal thing for me because I'm, I'm so used to going around and, and being with people. I'm a very social person. And so I, 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 like I go to people's houses and I, I get to be part of their lives. And uh, it's, a, it's a real joy for me. And I've always been very thankful of that. But now everything's kind of changed. Things are different. All of a sudden, as I said. And... Um, we're going to have to figure out other ways to uh, socially interact and to be uh, be creative, especially. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I'll just say this. Let me just say this. If you can, peel yourself away from the computer. And, well, after you listen to this, of course. <laughs> or put this on and go out and do something. Go out for a walk in nature or wherever you're going to go. And then... Uh, like make things, do things, draw things. What uh, I've been making these little books this year, and I'll travel and I'll keep a little book in my pocket. And it's just like a half page. I fold it over, make a cover for it, and put a staple in it. And then I have a colored pencil and some pens, uh, or a pen and a one of those colored pencils that um, a friend of mine in Barcelona gave me. I've never seen one. It's very psychedelic. It's like this one pencil with the swirly lead colors in there. It's not lead, but you know, it's like uh, the, 
whatever the heck you call that, the filler inside, the thing you draw with, is all these colors that are swirled together. And you never kind of know what color is going to come out, but they all seem to look good. And they're like a watercolor, so uh, I just either lick my finger or get like a little napkin and put some water and I drag it across and all the colors blend together. It's very oddly satisfying in so many ways. But I do that. Uh, because it's better than just like reading the news and uh, you know make your own news be your own resource why not so uh yeah if you got a story send it to me I'll if it's good if you record it decently I'll put it on and not to say first of all I have to apologize for my uh whatever I've got uh, going on here because I am only using an iPad and I guess I guess it works okay. I'm, I'm thankful for it. I have this sort of attitude of gratitude about every little thing that I've got, but uh, I am starting to have an issue here and you, you don't think about it until it's <laughs> you're in a situation like, so I'm in Mexico I'm not quite sure what the plan is. I am safe and I've got everything I need and I go to plug my phone in and it's like the charger part of my iPhone is bent. So unless you get the charger in there just right, it'll say, oh, this is not compatible or it won't charge up. So I'm having to stick a little mm, tissue or a something underneath it and I'm thinking god what happens if I lose my iPhone down here and who knows how long I've got to be here so little things like that um uh, <laughs> I don't know I, I have a feeling we're gonna have to all get real resourceful at some point so well uh I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be digging digging deep here in the next few weeks, and you're gonna be hearing a lot of stuff that was never meant to be played on the airwaves, but it just kind of came out, and maybe that's that's for the best. And uh, just remember that I love all of you very much, and uh, we've got each other, and we should we should do what we can to uh, cooperate. And I can't stress it enough: compassion, kindness understanding be understanding and listen to each other just listen everybody's got a story and a story is a doorway into somebody's life and they're inviting you into their universe whenever they tell you a story sit a spell or dance around or whatever you'd like if you want to uh, no more. Uh, go to www.lipbone.com and go to the very bottom of the page and sign up for the newsletter. If you'd like to make a donation on Venmo, I'm lipbone-redding. That's L-I-P-B-O-N-E dash R-E-D-D-I-N-G. Or if you go to PayPal, I'm lipbone at lipbone. L-I-P-B-O-N-E at L-I-P-B-O-N-E dot com. Any and all donations are welcome, and I am grateful. Uh, and it will just allow me to uh, not only survive, but to um, create more content and more stories and better connectivity 
better equipment, better sound. And uh, I'm doing some live streams, and I'll be doing... Uh, I, I don't know what shows I'll be doing because I just don't know. We don't know. But uh, I, I do have some stuff still planned for the summer uh, touring. And uh, hopefully things will have calmed down a little bit by then. And um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram.com slash lipbone and Facebook.com slash lipbone reading music maker. And go on there, and that's where I do. I've been doing all the live streams. That may change. Who knows? Everything's going to change. Just be flexible. Go with it. Breathe. Relax. You're a, a divine living light. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Flying Radio. <laughs>